0: Yeah, rock, yeah. man! Come on, yeah, do it. Hear that? Do it. Hear that bass trigger, Brady? Rip it! Come I on. actually don't. <gasps>
1: I really don't hear the <gasps> bass trigger.
0: It's just like the <gasps> little boom. It's so funny. The, boom. the bass trigger. I right, just if you tr- if you pot up the music, you can hear it real quick. Just listen. Come on. Listen.
2: <gasps> the yeah.
0: Boom. Come on. Boom. It's a bass trigger. I still don't hear it. it. Yeah. You hear it? Well, listen. Crazy. You don't have that musical Jonas. ear. You know, yeah, you know, you know, just got to have that musical ear. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> so it is. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. It's uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and the College Football Hall of Famer. That's right, oh. LeVar Arrington uh, as announced uh, <laughs> earlier on the show. Uh, a member of the 2022 <laughs> Hall of Fame class for college football. Congratulations again. We to, totally uh, stick. We city. probably
2: totally railroad the announcement, but. I don't care, man. I, I, <laughs> you should have sent it to me that when is, you did.
1: I was going to say, like, is, is there a, like a thing saying, like, hey, keep it a secret so we announce it? it or didn't they just say like-
2: there was a, a thing. Like, I wasn't formally informed in, in any of the, the verbiage or literature that said, please don't say anything. I looked very closely just to make sure before I even sent it out to, to you know. To the people I sent it to, so
0: I mean, well, what, what do they want? You think you're just gonna hold on to the news?
2: Like, I mean, that's uh, just too exciting. I yeah, couldn't hold on, the water man. on that one. I'm sorry. What's today's date? It's the what? 6th Sixth the Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. my daughter's birthday is on the eighth, which is what Saturday. Yeah. So, so I think it's my, my dad's are, birthday is it really? And Elvis. Yeah. All right, nice. How about that? Didn't know. If, yeah. Uh, now, no. Uh, Gee, G.I. Joe. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna announce it on Monday. Is that, is that National Championship Day? Yeah. Yes. All right, well, there well, you go. I might hey. have spoiled it. Well, listen, not our problem. <laughs> but at least they only know one person that's going in. <laughs> that, that is they, true. They don't know yeah. everybody. And, and and now I've given uh, a, a tremendous plug because I'm in media. So yeah. that's that's a bonus for the College Football Foundation. Shouts yeah. out to them. Yeah, hey, listen, not our, not our problem. Uh, and, I mean, and, that's got to be a reason why, you know, my bid to get in is is really legitimate because of my work with you guys as well? Agreed. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think. I, I think mean, you 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 were being sarcastic, but I am being dead serious.
0: You think we have something to do with you getting the 100 percent? You think Brady and I told you to leap I, over the line if, of scrimmage?
1: If we have anything to do with it, it's a fraction of a percent. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it that. I'll put well, it that
2: way. Well, again, they look at what you are doing post career, and, and they say it in the in the criteria. They look at what you are doing now. And that plays a major part of getting in because there's so many people to choose from. Yeah. I mean, there are a ton of people. So if you if you just played and you've disappeared and you're not out here at all, you're not visible, you know, it's like luck of the draw. You know, if you're out here, you're coaching, you're doing well in coaching, or you're you're doing well in business, or, you know, something like this where you're on a national platform every day. I mean, we are on a national plat. I kick myself in the head every single day. Like I get up and get to crack this mic every single day, and be on a national scale of doing it. Like that plays a part. Pretty cool, and it's, it's pretty. I mean, pretty dope, bro. I, I'm, I, 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 when when we announced the show, I, I couldn't. You know, it's like man, like this is a this is a life changer, because I'm working with two dope dudes, and we get to do what we're doing with the influence that, that we bring to the table, it's like it, it's a perfect storm. And, so,
0: And also, the, the f- this goes to show you how great you were as a player, that the College Football Hall of Fame committee looked at your resume and then turned on the show and heard Roberto playing fart sound effects. And yeah. realized, oh. You know what? He was so great. Let's just let him in anyways. You know, we're, we're fine. <laughs> Part we're, of being we're great is being a
2: common man, you know. <laughs> A common man is—that's is, is, like that's like the saying the words. Yeah, we just went right over top of you. Going to give us the fart noise? Right <laughs> here we mean? go. Here we is. go. I figured. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> what, you, you, what do you but, mean? <laughs> but it's it's cool to be a common man. Just don't have common expectations. Don't have common standards. Yep. Like I love being a common man. I love that. I just don't have common expectations. That's yep. all.
0: Well, uh, listen, uh, the expectations for the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, were not met mm. uh, this season mm. in the NFL. Uh, mm. And uh, this is a fun one. Uh, you know, it, it felt like we were talking yesterday, you know, the timing. Uh, why would, you know, Baker Bayfield opt for surgery now? He's got one game left. he have been playing with this injury, so on and so forth. Uh, Mary Kay Cabot, uh, who's been covering the Browns for a long time, does a fantastic job. Um, she, uh, you know, dropped a little bit of a uh, bombshell on us a uh, late last night, um, just talking about the issues that Baker Mayfield has had with head coach Kevin Stefanski. Uh, The uh, run-heavy three-tight-end scheme uh, didn't play to his strengths. He wanted to to do more of what he excelled at last season. And then she went on to say that if Mayfield doesn't get reassurance that things will change next season with the play calling and how he's used, he'll consider asking to be traded. He's under contract for 18 million in his fifth-year option, but at this point, it's uncertain if the even view him as their starter for 2022, given his disappointing season. So now maybe the uh, option to have surgery, Brady Quinn, makes a little bit more sense from the Baker Mayfield side.
1: Yeah, I, I guess you know. Again, you're saving yourself a week, but um, <laughs> <laughs> bold strategy, right? I mean, <laughs> so you're under contract for a year, and you're basically like, no, you know, forget the injuries. Forget my play it was the play calling. And so I'm going to get surgery and I'm going to get better. And then I'm going to demand a trade. If you guys don't change, you call and play. It's like, uh, okay. (laughs) Like dare us to, I mean, come on, (laughs) like, let's be real about this for a second. And I'm not putting like this season on Baker Mayfield at all. Like I I think throughout the course of the season, I've tried to explain to people he's banged up and he looks like he is, but this is not the moment because you're not getting the contract extension that you want to try to flex on a team that's kind of had your back and and obviously drafted you number 1 overall and now you and, and by the way they already picked up your fifth year option so they're committed in that sense I mean just because they haven't given you a Josh Allen contract or or this gigantic contract is going to reset the market I mean you're he's coming off his worst year statistically he has to get surgery granted non-throwing shoulder but still it's you're depreciating asset always in the NFL, you know? And, and, and now he's going to try to kind of make this statement or demand. And, and look, you're right. Mary Kay Cabot does a tremendous job. She also is the one who's getting a lot of the inside scoops from Baker. Yeah. When Baker wants to communicate, and not outright say it, that's who his camp goes through. So you can trust that this is directly from Baker because Mary Kay has that relationship with him. And, and that's the, that's a problem for me. Like, if I'm a Browns fan or I'm in the Browns organization and like, oh, okay, you want to play hardball with us? All right. I mean, they're in a position because of how this year went to literally replace you at quarterback. Oof. I mean, that's the reality of it. And I think the other thing is what happens if Deshaun Watson says, you know what, uh, Cleveland's a team I'd want to go to. Okay. Like that's – Cleveland would probably easily say, okay, let, let's move on. Uh, Baker, you want to go down to Houston? We'll send you to Houston. I mean, I just I feel like this is playing with fire because you think that maybe the grass will be greener or you'll get traded to another scenario that's, A, going to be a more talented roster. Good luck with that. Good luck trying to find Jarvis Landry somewhere else. Good luck trying to find a young talent like DPJ. I mean, maybe you're saying, oh, yeah, that guy's everywhere. I don't know. He's coming on pretty good right now. Good luck having that offensive line. Good luck having that run game to rely on that defense that a guy like Miles Garrett who at least was in the conversation for defensive player of the year. Like, good luck trying to find that somewhere else. I mean, I, I just – I think it's a bold strategy. It really is. And, and this obviously has to do, I think, with the contract negotiations or lack thereof that's going on there in Cleveland.
2: You know, I think it also has to do with you, – you mentioned Deshaun Watson – I mean, the, the three big, big names that will be possibly up for trade, not free agents, up for trade, is Russ, Russell Westbrook, or excuse me, Russell Wilson. Uh, well, he'll be traded too. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, don't worry, Westbrook uh, will be uh, traded too. Don't worry about it. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Deshaun Watson, if he's available,
0: and, and and after you get out of those three, you're talking about guys like Andy Dalton. Mitch Trubisky. And Derek Carr's also been thrown out there that there's been some conversation about I Derek don't see Carr. that happen. Kirk Cousins is another Cousins. one. Kirk Cousins. I've seen uh, Matt,
1: Matt Ryan's another one.
0: Like I mean Yeah. I, look, all those guys I would take right now, uh, maybe not Matt no Ryan way. over over Baker Mayfield. No way. No you way. wouldn't take Kirk Cousins over Baker Mayfield? No. I would. I wouldn't. Statistically speaking, I would right now. That I would.
1: That's a slam dunk. Uh, Cousins uh, has been like low key just I mean, think about by the way, the success he's had has come from that system. I mean, if you if you think I agree. about that, yeah. I,
2: I listen. I know he's playing with fire, but if I'm, I, I'd rather do what Baker's doing than what AB did, because in oh, a way, yeah. in, in a way, Baker just did what AB did, just differently. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he just didn't take his shirt off and his, his uniform off and roll out during the Pittsburgh game and say, "I'm out. I'm not coming back until we get this thing resolved." I mean, he just took a different approach to, to, I mean, I'm not playing in the last game. I'm going to get my surgery so that I'm healthy and I'm healed up just in case y'all pull some chicanery on on the situation. I want to make sure that I'm getting started and taking care of myself. Now, this is how this thing can play out and how it can work out, and I think that that's what he's doing. I, I also got to say, in a way, it's almost a, in calculation, again, With there being a limited pool of guys that really would be going to Cleveland to take Baker Mayfield's spot, I don't see there being a pool of guys that are better an upgrade to Baker Mayfield that would end up landing there this year as a replacement to him. So if I'm going to play my hand where I'm at right now, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what I think that the fans – because fans are smart in Cleveland. Some fan bases are smarter than others. That's a football town. So when yep. you throw something out there like what they put out there in the media, it could be consumed and digested in a way like, "Oh, Baker's right. He's right." It isn't. It isn't conducive for the type of quarterback that he is to have the type of success that he's having. In fact, our team had its best success last year with Baker, but in 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 a lot of in a lot of ways it was due in fact to their running game. So if you're saying Put me in a system, pay me. Put me in a system where the offense is geared towards what my skill sets are. Whether it's true or not, he's taking a chance on on the fan base siding somewhat with him on him being utilized incorrectly. It's 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 a risk, but where's he at I, I, here's anyway? The problem is
1: I don't think the fan base is focused or keyed on them utilizing him incorrectly because the reality is this year they couldn't really utilize him at all because he was banged up. True. But at least that's one narrative. I also think there's a fan base who, look, when the selection was made, I was there in Cleveland. I literally went there for CBS Sports HQ and was sitting there when they took him. It was a very mixed reaction. Like mm. I, I, I'll actually give you the exact thing that happened, okay? I'm sitting there with another associate and the pick is made. There was this long line for season tickets. Do you want to know what happened? People got out of the line. <laughs> I, I swear to God, people got out of the line. They did not think there was. They wanted no, no, no. That they literally wanted Josh Allen. They wanted Sam Darnold. They wanted all. They wanted every other quarterback, <laughs> essentially, but Baker. Dang. I swear, I swear <laughs> to God, it was the craziest thing to me. Yeah, I'm going to go get and some then, food. And, and then, <laughs> you, know go go the the you, some you know what happened at the number four spot? get some wings. You know what happened at the number four spot? They took Denzel Ward. Remember Ooh. that year? And, yes. and you know what people started shouting and yelling? They're like, we're doing it again. Where this, is, this is Brandon Whedon and Justin Gilbert all over again. Like, people started getting upset because of previous drafts and how they went about doing it. And, and, and that was how it went. Now, after his rookie year, they were singing a different tune. But then I think you saw a sophomore. Year, you've seen some inconsistencies. Here's the problem is, I, I think, coming into the NFL, the question I always had about Baker, because if you put on the tape, he had the best tape of anyone that year, hands down. And I said he was one of the most accurate. I said in the Big 12 championship game I called, he was one of the most accurate passers I'd ever seen at any level. The problem is, since then, he hasn't shown that same sort of accuracy or taking care of the football. And I think the question was, is he at his ceiling? Like, is he the type of guy that where he, when he gets on a team, he's going to be dependent upon everything else out around him in order to truly excel and exceed. And and I think that kind of stands true. Like where you're looking at what he's done so far in his career, you have to ask the question, like, have we kind of seen the best of what he is? Or what he is? We've seen him now for four years. And so I think there's that question the Browns are asking. And given where they draft right now, they draft number 13. Now, if they lose this weekend to the Bengals, who aren't starting Joe Burrow, so it's a crapshoot. Who knows how that game's, that, that game's going to go. But if they did lose, they're inching closer to a top 10. And they could take Matt Corral. They could take Kenny Pickett, which I, I'm telling you right now, Kenny Pickett would be my first quarterback I'd take in this draft. And if you put him on that roster and the type of kid he is, I'm telling you right now, look out. Because I think he could do or he could replicate what we've seen from Baker. I I really do. And And I know it sounds like it's taking a shot. It's not taking a shot at Baker. It's because I think Pickett's very capable, too, of making plays, and he's got more mobility to his game.
0: At, yeah, he at, does. At the very least, so the, does Corral. At the very least, the timing True. of Baker Mayfield coming out talking about wanting to trade, coming off you know an awful season, he's I, playing I, his hand. I, I I get it, but what hand does he really have? It's like don't That's, don't, that's the point. Don't ask your don't like <laughs> don't ask point. don't ask your boss for a raise right after you get pulled over for a DUI. But not, it's not ta- a good idea. But it's time like, to ask for it. I, a great I, point. I mean, I don't like, I don't know to Jonas's point. I don't know if this is the time. Like seriously, like like to me it would be hey. I understand where we're at, but play this thing out. You're going to make 18 million and change next year, and then you know, yes, they have control because they can franchise you afterwards. But we're looking at what two years? He's going to make what 45, 48 million dollars? Like as far as contractually goes, he could play this thing out like a Kirk Cousins to come after. After this season and all the other stuff, and then do the same old go to. Because remember, this is now how many coaches has it been their fault, and not his. Reportedly, Hugh Jackson, it was his fault. Uh, then uh, you know, Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens was the it was, fall guy. I mean, man, they was and, dropping like flies. And now it's Stefanski's coach, the fall coach guy. Coach killers. Yeah, but but again, you're at
2: you're at a point of where you fought through a ton of injuries this year. You're going into the last year of your contract. So if I'm looking at it from Baker's standpoint, I'm saying if I don't leverage to get a long-term contract now, if I don't start that process now, I'm leaving it up to Cleveland to try to I, decide. I, I, I just think that is risky either way. So but I, I but this isn't the shot. way.
1: This isn't the way to leverage that because what are you leveraging? I the think that-
2: I think he's leveraging if if they're not going to commit to, to him and, and try to change – some of the things that they're doing in favor of, of what he's looking for, then he's, he's basically putting it out there that, you know, I want out. So I mean, he's letting the possible suitors know that, you know, I'm, I could be available or maybe try to facilitate a trade. I, I, I don't I, know, I, but the, I'm just
1: saying. Here's the problem is I think they've already offered him something. I mean, Because here's the thing is we don't know exactly what's said behind the scenes. I can promise you they've already had talks about an extension. But the extension, extension isn't what he wants. Hmm. And so unless his agent has some sort of idea that there's other teams who would be willing to trade for him and sign him to an extension that's better than Cleveland, which is kind of hard to believe. Like, again, this is the franchise that took you number one overall. They put all of your, their faith and trust in you. They know you better than anyone. And so you think that you're going to be able to go somewhere else and they're gonna offer you a, a better deal than what the team that drafted you, number one overall, is willing to offer you? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think don't that's know. a risky strategy.
2: I think it is too, but I mean, if he's he's done it, right? Like this is executed. This yeah. this isn't this isn't not <laughs> this isn't oh, hypothetical. I mean, look,
1: look if, if Russell Wilson goes back to the Seahawks, <laughs> then like you know well yeah, I' just this saying, talk yeah. the past year
2: I, all, I get it and, and Aaron Rodgers too uh, but but Baker Mayfield is trying to do something he's trying to facilitate something. that's what we do know. I, I would assume that he's playing his hands the best that he can I, I, I would assume
0: it's uh, two pros and a cup of joke up next, our NFL insider is going to tell you who is on the hot seat and some coaches you would not expect this upcoming weekend here on FSR. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to get into uh, another discussion, an interesting one uh, involving uh, the NFL and uh, you know just the same old typical stuff that's been out there involving one head coach uh, coming up in about 15 minutes from now. But right now, uh, we turn it over to the great Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB. Uh, Albert, I don't know if you heard the news. Uh, LeVar Arrington, uh, brand new member, inducted to the 2022 class of College Football Hall of Famers, uh, as announced earlier on the show and i know he gave uh ohio state some nightmares back in the day so
3: <laughs> yeah i think i actually like probably would have did you guys play in columbus in 99 so i might have been at that game or was it '98? i can't 98 remember what 98
2: 98 yeah 98
3: okay yeah so i would i would have seen you in person as a, when i was a freshman wow so uh congrats LaVar. That's thank awesome. you sir you thank guys, you. Do, do you do you get a blazer then is it, is it I'm, of, look i'm
2: sitting people? here looking i want a ring I think they do have a <laughs> ring. I think you get a medal and a ring. So I just want to get a okay. Hall of Fame. He, he ring. can make a blazer.
1: You got a tailor who can make one for yeah,
2: you. Yeah, I get
3: one. Isn't Is isn't isn't the College Football Hall of Fame in South Bend?
1: It's South in I, Atlanta. It Was they moved to Atlanta? Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, you know why I Brady? You'll know why I knew that, right? Why I knew it was in South Bend?
1: Because you went up to the Ohio State Notre Dame game back then.
3: No, because it's Jimmy Clausen. That's why. Oh
1: God, that whole announcement. <laughs> what he? Yeah. yeah. That's when he came out with his he, four sectional rings or whatever in a limo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: they looked like like the, the like Jostens class rings you get when you're in high school. You know? Yeah.
1: That's like winning. The, that's like winning your region in like PA or Ohio. It's like <laughs> you're not even getting the state championship. I was like, oh and God, that's not a good hair. sign.
3: That's all I remember was the spiky hair and the four rings.
2: Oh well, I'm
1: not going to hate on the hair. The hair was like the style back then,
3: especially that was the style back then. That's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Have you been trying to do the gritty anytime um, in the near? You know. Present time,
3: I have not done. I have not done the gritty. Okay. I, don't right. want, I don't think anybody would want. I think anybody want to see me try. I, try to do the gritty. I certainly
2: would want to be one of those people who would see you try. It.
0: <laughs> I would love to see it. I would <laughs> enjoy it, it. from Albert. I would love yeah. to see what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, Albert. So I'm curious. I might pull a
3: hamstring or something if I
1: try. Yeah. Or, or tear a meniscus.
0: Yeah, Schefter yeah. <laughs> allegedly tore his meniscus doing the gritty. So uh, we're looking out for uh, your well being. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask you. We we've been hearing the same usual suspects as far. As, as coaches who could be on the high. It seems like Matt Nagy is going to get fired every week in Chicago. But heading into this weekend, I mean, are, are there some some coaches that maybe we need to be aware of because usually it's six or seven it feels like every year as far as the turnover goes. We've yeah. already seen Urban Meyer be one of them, John Gruden the other, those for, you know, other issues outside of just the bad on-field play, especially in Jacksonville. But who yeah. are who are a couple of guys we need to be on the lookout for that could be a surprise firing to some uh, come Monday.
3: Well, so we we, we have three um, that I think we 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 know now. Um, if you include Nagy, uh then you can add that uh, um, to Vegas, which obviously Gruden's already gone, and um, and Jacksonville, and I think Minnesota is trending that way. So that would be four. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know if there'll be more firings, but I think there could be more movement. Um, there's just a lot of rumblings on Sean Payton's future in New Orleans. And I don't personally know if he is of any mind to get up and leave, but I I think he's going to have offers from television networks. I think he's going to have maybe an opportunity to go to Chicago like, I think that there are going to be opportunities in front of him, um, and I think that there's a possibility then that that could be the fifth one. Um, and, you know, then I think you look at Denver, then that will get you to six. Um, and Denver, I think, I, I would have told you 50-50 a, a week ago, now they're eliminated, probably more likely that George Payton, the new GM, wants to go out and get his, new, his own guy. So that gets you to six. Um, and, and again, like I'm not as certain about New Orleans, but I, I think we're going to be right in that, like six, that, that range of about six when we come out of the weekend. And, um, that's lower than normal. Um, you know, the interesting thing is, is that I think what that could set the stage for is an absolute explosion of openings in 2023, where it could be nine, 10, 11, um, because I do think that there are going to be some teams like the Giants, like the Panthers, that probably hold on to their coaches, but then you know, their coaches are going into next year in a very precarious position.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't really get why you know, the Giants have decided to just to make Joe Judge a lame duck. It seems like that thing is just headed into a tailspin. I want to ask you about Mike Zimmer, though. I find that decision a bit fascinating only because he'll leave with a, lose, or with a winning record. And when yep. you think about the fact that he's won two NFC North titles during his time there, he's been to an NFC championship game. You know, he, he's, they're 7-8-1, and one, I believe, over his tenure in Minnesota yep. versus the Packers. That's pretty darn good considering what he's going up against in Aaron Rodgers. And, by the way, one of those losses came with a backup at Sean Mannion. And, look, I know Rodgers has missed some time as well over that period. But, but it's still kind of – I mean, Mike Zimmer said it himself – He'll have a job in a heartbeat. Am I wrong in that assessment?
3: Did he have another head coaching job in a heartbeat?
1: Well, At a minimum, a defensive coordinator job.
3: Yeah. I, oh, I think yeah. he'll get another oh, yeah. head
1: coaching job, too, though, with, with at least what he's been able to do.
3: I mean, like, look, like you, won't, you won't find me, Chris. So I think Mike Zimmer for the job he's done. I think, you know, considering the circumstances and that he, that he hasn't had, and all due respect to Kirk Cousins, he hasn't had a superstar quarterback there. Um, to be able to make it into the playoffs three of his first six years and then, you know, the last two years be close, um, you know, playing in that division, I think he's done a good job. I just I just think the feeling there is that things may have run their course. And it happens. You know, I, 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 I'm I, with you, Brady, in that I think, like, for example, like if Dan Quinn were to get, like, the, the job, the head coaching job in, say, you know, Denver, right? and dallas had an opening for the defensive for their defensive coordinator job and the joneses would crash a Brinks truck into into mike zimmer's house to get him to be their defensive coordinator so i think he would be in demand um uh, literally by the way a,
1: too right <laughs> like they would literally do that knowing the jerry jones and the family
3: <laughs> yeah yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just making sure. i mean i mean they could they, they could they could certainly they could certainly find one I, I can tell you that um yeah i like so i i'm with you on that like and i but I just think it's gotten to the point where it's run its course. They had thought about this two years ago, and um, and then the, the, the Vikings rallied at the end of the year and made it into the playoffs, and no one ever really talked about it again. But it was sort of heading in this direction two years ago, so the owners there have had it in their head that they could do this. Um, they hang on. You know, last year's last year. It's COVID, everything else. And I think, you know, like this coming into this year – they were thinking about the idea of a significant restructure on the football side. And it could like include like Rick Spielman getting reassigned, too, um, their general manager there. Um, and so I just think that maybe it's come to the point now where you know, the people there feel like it's run its course.
2: What's the latest on – I mean, we've seen the reports on the A-B situation. What's Have you gotten any more information outside of what his latest uh, release – uh, statement has been what 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 are what's being discussed about it
3: Well I mean I think one thing that's sort of interesting here Lavar, um and you guys can both kind of um you guys can relate with this as athletes maybe not so much you Jonas um but, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, wow. come Shot on oh, what's
0: up with that hey, come, on. Hey, Albert. come on Albert I want a, I want a, come on, Albert. Albert, I want a family horseshoe
3: tournament Hey, Jonas uh, Jonas I uh, Jonas, I'm on your side of the fence. I'm not saying I'm on yeah. either. I'm saying Brady Lamar can, yeah, can relate no. with this. Jonas
2: has a uh, uh, Andy no, I, Katzenmoyer uh, barbed wire around <laughs> his arm. So, well,
3: yeah, that's true. Of, hey, hey, hey! Like Brady said with the spiky hair, the barbed wire was in back in the
0: night. Damn 90s. right it was. That, Damn right. Yeah. Indeed.
3: Um. Yeah. So I mean, look, I think with with AB, like, 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 he has a chronic condition in his ankle. And so, like, this is sort of, like, going to come into, like, a gray area about what really happened there. Because I think the Bucks' argument here is going to be, you played through it with us for two years, and you, you never really complained about it. It's acted up on you at times, and we've managed it when it's acted up on you, but you can't say, like, like but now you're using this to try to, you know, to try to, try to get more money out of us. And so... I think that that's the gray area here when when there's that question over
2: – wait wait, you know, wait, 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 wait out. So are you saying yeah. he, he wasn't going to hit his incentives, his escalators, so this is the next best thing is to approach it this way to try to get more money out of and the I, scenario? I don't
3: know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can't tie it directly to the incentives. Ooh, that's cigar. kind of
2: saucy. I mean, it is. Uh, it I, is. I, I can, like it. I, t-
3: I I can't tie it directly to the incentives. But what what I can tell you is that, like, that ankle issue was a chronic issue for him. And so, like, you guys know this. Like, what happens a lot of the time is, like, a guy will play through something like that for, you know, years on end and never say anything about it while he's managing it, right? And so, like, the question is literally going to come down to what was said on the sideline. I don't think there's going to be any dispute that he had the ankle issue because it was a chronic issue and it was there. So it it literally is going to come down to what Antonio Brown said to Bruce Arians on the sideline, and because it's in a stadium, you know what I mean, like in a loud stadium, uh, like there may only be two people who actually know what was said in that conversation. Mm.
0: God, that's well. I mean, there is the throat slash gesture that was uh, reported, so maybe there's some uh, some uh, video. I mean, I have to
3: think, guys. I have to think there has to be all 22 video that shows that, right?
2: Yeah. That's what I keep
1: saying. I mean, and, and, hey, you know what, Albert? Jonas only watches all 22, so, so he
2: should be able to find he this. Should, That's what yeah. I do. what I do. Film guy. He <laughs> you know. should already have already
0: seen it. Hey, yeah. listen, uh, Knox has X's and O's in it. So listen, I'm a film guy, Albert. That's that's the that's way I right. work here. You know, that's all the right way this him. is done. Uh, he's uh, Albert Breer. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Uh, he is with the MMQB Senior NFL Reporter. Always appreciate Albert. Let's do it again next week, man.
2: Appreciate you. Right. Thanks, big right. Al. Got Happy got New Year.
3: And congrats, LeVar. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, The great Albert Breer uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up next, uh, it's um, the rumor that won't seem to go away in the NFL, and somebody is now responding to it. We'll get into all that for you right here on FSR.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at
0: 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world.
0: That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup sits, starts. Fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Buyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you
2: get your podcasts.
0: Isn't this the uh, song no, they no play Jonas. for the uh, Petro's and Money Show? I think it is. This is the intro song for Petro's and Matt Money. Is Smith. it really? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that's, no. that's how I they get down, man. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That hey, that's how they get down, yeah. man. Well, I mean,
0: people big uh, me. people big fans <laughs> of uh, Petro's performance yesterday and some of the oh. comments about uh, Rich Eisen. I <laughs> <laughs> <Not me. Goodness. laughs> <Oof. laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Hey, I
1: wasn't lying, though. You better not say anything bad about Michigan on that show. You're not coming back.
0: For a fact, Rob Parker and him went at it. This is a true story on Twitter because Rob made some jokes about Jim Harbaugh. Because, I mean, Rob worked in Michigan for years, so he he knows how to needle the audience there. and. And uh, Rich Eisen took shots at, like, went back and forth with him on Twitter. And then we were at a Super Bowl party, and I was with Rob Parker when he walked by Rich Eisen, and Rich Eisen gave him the death stare, and I started laughing. And Rob's like, "Did you see that?" I'm like, "Yes, it was so obvious." Because yeah, he's very sensitive about uh, Michigan. Not a not a big fan when people p- take shots at him. So I don't have to tell you. Uh, all right, it is uh, I don't know what to tell you. Two pros and a <laughs> cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, coming up a little over ten minutes from now. Um, uh, if you were expecting a certain scene at the Super Bowl this year, uh, well, might be a change of plan. So we will get into all the uh, the details of that here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, the Matt Nagy's going to get fired by the Chicago Bears rumor that's popped up seemingly three different times this year. Uh, it was first before Thanksgiving, and then it was, uh, you know, if they look really, really bad uh, against the Packers on Sunday Night Football, and now it's uh, according to uh, Boomer Esiason, who announced that uh, he's been told Nagy's going to be gone. So, of course, Matt Nagy had to answer for the rumors yet again. Uh, here was the Bears' current Head coach yesterday with the media.
1: There's going to be reports that come out um, probably at this time of the season. So anything that is said or reported by anybody is is just that. You know, I haven't been been told anything, and I'm a pretty good source to ask. So I think you're doing a good job asking me. I would say that anybody that has a report that is going to talk to somebody who talked to somebody who talked to somebody, it's probably best to just like I call me up and ask me. I promise you, I'll tell you the truth. You know what I mean? I'm a pretty good
0: source. So uh, there's the uh, Bears head coach, and uh, I got to tell you, Brady. At this point, I hope he comes back. Uh, I'm tired of it. I, I think uh, he's got every right to probably be a little frustrated with some of the the leakiness of what's gone on there with that organization. But I actually hope he comes back just to make a lot of people look really stupid, uh, just for entertainment purposes. Um, I mean, look, there is something to be said
1: for a guy. I just made the case for Mike Zimmer. He's le- if he was able, if he went, if, if Minnesota and him parted, and went the separate ways you know, he's leaving with a winning record. He's, he's leaving with a couple of NFC North division titles. You know, Matt Nagy's been to the playoffs, what, twice now? Yeah. Within his four-year tenure, he's leaving with a winning record. Um, they obviously won the division, I believe, back his first year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah.
0: Co- so. Coach of the year. Coach of
1: the year. I yeah. mean, he's, he's got some, some things on his resume that you're kind of watching him leave, go, well, hold on a second. But there's three things that stand out to me as far as what will be his downfall if they move on. Uh, the first thing is the trend. They started off 12-4. and They're now a 6-10 and football team. And they, they continually got worse each year. It, it's, just, it's an alarming trend, and you're watching it going, this doesn't make sense. The handling of Mitchell Trubisky, but I don't think that would have been as bad if they would have changed the way they handled Justin Fields this year. Unfortunately, his stubbornness with wanting to make it Andy Dalton, and when you drafted Justin Fields, not just saying like everyone else, hey, we know it's going to be some growing pains here with the rookie, but we feel really excited about his upside, his future. We're going to go with him from day one and prepare him from day one. Didn't do that. And I think that even was a bit baffling and and was kind of misinterpreted at times in the media. And then finally, I think it's just the way he treated people. I don't know that – a lot of the assistants that have moved on from there, some of the players, you know, could speak as highly about him. And and I think that's one of the reasons why you're kind of looking at it now thinking, all right, it's just, it's time to move on. You've made changes everywhere else but the head coach and general manager spot. And, and it seems like, you know, maybe you want to say, all right, it's time. If you want to use that, like we just talked about with Albert Breer and Mike Zimmer, maybe you can make the same case, you know, with, with Matt Nagy. The reality is, you know, it's probably Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just is a coach killer. <laughs> You're playing a division with that dude at Green Bay. It's like, well, yeah, everyone eventually, if they can't have enough success, is going to move on, which is, I think, more surprising why, you know, with Mike Zimmer, given the record's almost 500 during his you know, period has been there, it's just surprising. Completely different story for Chicago. They, they obviously, as Aaron Rodgers would tell you, he owns the Chicago Bears.
2: To say I'm the perfect source to come to it sounds good, but we all know sometimes sources are sources and and those sources are tied to the organization, not to the coach. So when when looking at this this you know, how this scenario may play out, I, I hate to be the one to break the bad news to, to Coach Nagy, but uh you might not be the best source <laughs> in this particular case uh, he gone. <laughs> so <laughs> you know just just play your play your hand the way you're gonna play your hand i but, know you know
0: your wife better than everybody buddy but uh you know she's sleeping with half the pool man in oh, i don't have to tell you i ain't
2: gonna go there i had a situation play out like that one time though where i didn't know but everybody else knew and that hey, when that happens, that, you got it. You can't. It's not the best. It's not the best feeling when you have that that moment of clarity that these sobs <laughs> knew before I did, and they were trying to tell me in in a very code, uh, cryptic type of way. So they weren't held accountable for being the one that told, but they was telling, and I wasn't listening, and I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to it. Until I knew.
0: I mean, I I hope that, uh, you know, I mean, because I'm seeing stuff now that Ryan Pace might be safe, the general manager, that he might be, um, you know, repackaged in the organization, whatever that, you know, that means. I think Rick Spielman, uh, Albert Breer alluded to the same thing. I mean, I hope we're not comparing Rick Spielman to Ryan Pace, because because one's done a very good job, and the other has whiffed multiple times at key points in the draft. I just and free agency. He's I, got great hair, though. That's I true. Mean, you can't let go <laughs> that of is hair. True. Like that yeah, is true. Yeah, I'm just it. saying. Like that's a good that's point. Not,
1: that's that head lettuce you just can't let go of in your the organization. Yeah. You gotta have at least a couple headshots where you go, whoa, hold on a second. Oh, hey do, do you think that's he's, a good looking dude? Do you think right?
0: he's a hairspray guy or just moose? Uh, oh Ryan Page. Well, that's Who out of my stores ditches. I'm just saying Moose is uh, yeah. Moose is making a comeback. Moose? Nobody I've uses Moose. 1990? That. Listen, man, you don't get it. You never moose! played the game. Moose <laughs>